Hey everyone, welcome to So Emo I Fell Apart. This is a podcast dedicated to all things emo and pop punk for the naughty oddies. And today I'm one of your hosts, Rhea. And I'm your other host, Chloe. And we have a fucking emo emergency. <laughs> it is a So Emo I Fell Apart emergency news bulletin. There are some hot goss being served today. Well, today I mean like yesterday, honestly. Yeah. And it involves so many layers and players. And we just gotta get in. Mm-hmm. Um, as a full disclaimer, this hot goss does involve a person from the scene who is, for all extents and purposes, uh, not a good person at all and is fully a scumbag. Uh, we are not condoning his actions in any way. We are just reporting on his involvement in this because a lot of this information does come from him. We do exactly. hate him so much. It, like a blind rage. Yeah. Thinking <laughs> about what in fact he is. Mm-hmm. This is also our secondary disclaimer where this is a developing story. Everything is very much alleged with dubious sources, especially the aforementioned scumbag that we will get into. And nor are we accredited journalists. I like to be fair, I am a published writer. Does not mean that I am a breaking news reporter in any slightest of that definition. I just gave my opinions online in a more official capacity. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and enjoy the hot goss. Yeah, um, we may be proven completely wrong, but you know, we may not be. We may not be. So Chloe, who are, uh, we said there were layer and players to this. So who are our players in this situation here today? Um, so the first one, uh, you may have heard of in our previous episodes because we definitely mentioned him, uh, Dallin mm-hmm. Weeks, a vocalist, lyricist, and bassist. He was in the Brobex from 2003 to 2012 and released like 13 albums, both solo and with Ryan Seaman as his drummer. He was the bassist and lyricist for Panic at the Disco from 2009 to 2017 and wrote much of Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. Did I get that backwards? No. Who cares? Uh, yeah, who <laughs> genuinely. Um, and he is the current lead vocalist of I Don't Know How But They Found Me, which uh, started in 2016 to present day. Poorest, saddest, wettest, sopping wet, poorest yeah. meow meow. Genuinely the poorest <laughs> fucking meow meow in the entire world at the moment. Possibly like ever. Bandom's Jesus. Yeah. Nobody has suffered like him. Nobody has suffered like him because every single person he's ever been involved with has been a Judas in some way, shape, or form. Truly. Um. So the <laughs> other person involving this, the, the aforementioned Judas in this situation, is Ryan Seaman, who was the drummer for Falling in Reverse from 2011 to 2017. He was an icon for Hire from 2017 to 2018. And more importantly in this whole situation, he is the drummer slash backup vocalist for IDK Howe 2016 to this week apparently yeah as far as we know how do we know as far as we know and how do we know that that is a big neon sign (laughs) we apparently we know this based on information that we've received from two people um those two people are uh one diane mars dallin's mother-in-law who i'm not super involved in the idk how fandom apparently she's been like kind of a shit stirrer in the past and uh even dallin's wife breezy has said she's not necessarily the best source for information. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just sounds like a, a mother-in-law who's like overly invested in yeah. her <laughs> like daughter and like son-in-law's situations at all times. This is a tale as old as fucking yeah. time. Um, it just happens that this woman has access to Facebook. Yeah. 
and uh, the fan group for her son-in-law's band. Which is insane to me, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, and the second person that we're getting information from is who? Ronnie fucking Radke. Uh, if you that name rings a bell to you, I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. He was the vocalist for Escape the Fate from 2004 to 2008. Falling in reverse. Hey, that band sounds familiar involving uh, Ryan Seaman. Mm -hmm. So that was from 2008 to present. He also released a mixtape, a a rap mixtape from two white men in the screamo scene Uh uh, featuring Andy Beerzak. And this is where we'll say our whole like, this is the shitbag, scumbag, dirtbag in question. Uh Uh-huh. He, like, Ronnie Radke, alleg- like, he's a dirtbag, but allegedly has done several crimes. Some of them are not alleged. Some of them he did go to prison for. <laughs> yeah, some of them he did go to prison for. Um, but this is mostly to say that, like, yeah, we say scumbag, dirtbag, etc. But, like, he is fully a person who has been involved with, like, law and court and prison situations for a long while like starting from 2006 onwards he has been a like legally recognized asshole Mm -hmm. so and like just to and it's not just us saying like vagities or whatever i want to get into the specifics of like why ronnie radke is an asshole the first one being was like he was initially fired from escape the fate for being charged with murder um, where it was ultimately ruled as self-defense, but he ended up serving two years prison time because he violated his probation. And then after that was all said and done, he inevitably, well, not inevitably, I don't want to say inevitably, but like, I mean. eventually, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for him, it was pretty inevitable. He eventually got arrested for domestic violence and then after that got charged for assault while performing with Falling in Reverse at a metal festival at Six Flags where I think he, like, punched a kid in the audience. Mm -hmm. And then, finally, he was accused of rape, where he sued his accuser for defamation. So, like, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) And it should be noted that he won for defamation, which, again, does not really, like, bear a whole lot. Yeah. (laughs) If there's anything this past year has taught us, uh, winning a defamation case means fucking nothing about whether or not you actually did anything. It basically means you have money to throw around. That's all that it has to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so scumbag, dirtbag, like he is fully a felon and a serial assaulter. Take what he says with a grain of salt. This is a person who will do bad things when he feels wronged and when he feels entitled to saying things in a situation where he feels like he is a victim when he probably sort of isn't, but also probably sticking his nose in businesses that is not his. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But ultimately, that brings us to the situation. So let's get into the situation. (laughs) So rumors had been swirling for a while about a potential IDK Howe breakup. Uh, One, since the album kept being delayed and it had been like three years since the last album came out. Um, And all we really had to go on was Dallin on Twitter saying like, yeah, it's coming. But like, I can't show it to you yet. But like, it's... It's getting written. And two, because when new photos were posted of IDK how Ryan was no longer present in these recent photos, like of the band on their official Spotify page, on their official Twitter, on their labels, Instagram, like any of that. It was Dallin by himself. And that's been happening for like around the past year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So rumors were already flying about like whether or not this band was 
still together. And that's not and posting images of your yourself as the sole member of a band is not exactly the most subtle thing in the world, as we have learned from Panic at the Disco. <laughs> yeah, and from Brendan putting only himself on album covers. <laughs> so like. I unfortunately have to say that Dallin Weeks did learn, go, did go to the Brendan Urie school of like how to soft launch your band, kind of sort of breaking up. <laughs> the thing is that in Dallin's case, I feel like it's justified, and in Brendan's case, I felt like it was kind of no. a dick move. Yeah, Dallin, this was like this is the most that I can do right now. The situation that I'm being given versus Brendan Urie, who's like, I think I invented Panic at the Disco only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So ultimately, this brings us to March 3rd, 2003, which as of this time of recording... 2023. Fuck. We're used to reporting on a different era. So used to reporting on a different era. Ultimately, that brings us to four days ago, which right now, as of recording, it is March 7th. We were wanted to give a little more breathing room to see if anything would develop. Unless, like, something happened after we recorded an episode very quickly that mm-hmm. something would change, and it honestly hasn't, so we've given it as much time as I think we need to on this case. Yeah. But on March 3rd, 2023, uh, Ronnie Radke took a break from being a massive fucking transphobe on Twitter because that's his fucking job now, apparently, mm-hmm. on Twitter. Tweet about an encounter at a gas station wherein he tweeted... End quote. What are the odds that Ryan Seaman, my old drummer, is standing outside smoking weed at a Love's gas station at 2 a.m. in Washington in the morning when falling in reverse, his bus pulls up for gas headed to the next 8,000 cap arena? The irony is strong and the message is clear. LOL, all caps. End quote. <laughs> Which, okay, you mentioned that Ronnie was taking a break from being a massive fucking transphobe. The shit mm. he was doing before he started talking about this and the shit that he's been doing since he stopped talking about this was just, like, tweeting transphobic bullshit. Like, one of them, like, I had to unblock him to see his tweets about this because I just hate him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, when did he start tweeting about this? Yeah, and then, like, scroll too far and just see him being like, can you believe that people are, like, having their lives ruined for saying that there's only two genders? And it's like, you don't get to complain about, like, the potential for having your life destroyed by being transphobic. And then, like, literally within the same day tweet that you're selling out an 8,000 cap arena like is this destroying your life or no like you can't not you cannot bitch about cancel culture and then also brag about how successful you are those are two completely incompatible things you fucking moron anyway exactly um so then twitter user toko's fantasy replies to his tweet about seeing ryan outside of a gas station with the idk how fans are gonna be pissed and Ronnie QRTs that and says they'll be even more mad finding out Ryan was fired from that band too. So <laughs> this is where like shit properly hits the fan because the, Ronnie Radke now is the person who breaks the news mm-hmm. about this whole situation. Yeah, he hasn't explained why Ryan Seaman has been potentially fired from IDK How at this point, but still, like I can only imagine how awful it is to have. The scum of the earth, like, blast your shit out to the general public. No, I would genuinely be so fucking mad. 
It's so maddening. And to this quote retweet, someone with a K-pop icon who I think is of Utah from NCT 127, <laughs> uh, a user, <laughs> responds to this quote retweet where Ronnie says, they'll be even more mad about finding Ryan was, Ryan was fired from that band too. To which this person says, being fired from a job is worse than quitting. What'd he get fired for? And then someone else responds with, they might not be mad if they know the truth. I know you fired him too, Ronnie, but for what? And that someone else is Dallin's mother-in-law. <laughs> like, what What are you doing on Twitter? What are Stay you doing Facebook where you are belonging? In Ronnie Radke's mentions with your, like, antique shop finds account. Mm-hmm. At my Saturday finds. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Um, <laughs> What's wrong with you? I d- this woman is, like... I don't know. She's involved. And see, here's the thing. She was absolutely had to be like searching Ryan Seaman's name oh, for sure. on Twitter in order to find this tweet. Because there's sure. no way that she was just following Ronnie Radke. There's no fucking way. No. The thing is that if I was Dallin, I would be really pissed off by this. Um, but since I'm not Dallin, I'm like, wow, good thing she did that. Because otherwise I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? Honestly, really. Because I would hope that Dallin Weeks has, you know, Ronnie fucking blocked. Yeah. It's. As- most people in this scene should have already had him blocked, and yet he still continues to find work with people, which is confusing to me. Yeah, literally, why are but... you touring with Underoath? What's happening? Aaron, get out of there. As we all know, like, fucking, the scene is full of scumbags, and we've known this from the get-go, and they will constantly protect each other no matter how what awful shit they've done, and they'll just turn the blind eye to a bunch of things. Oh, but that's fully. a conversation... For another day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> It's the ongoing conversation. It's the ongoing conversation. But after this, so shortly after Dallin's mother-in-law posts on Twitter, she then posts to an IDK How Facebook group, which is, you know, where typical fan communities thrive. <laughs> the fact <laughs> that there's, like, thriving bands. banned Facebook groups is wild to me. Like, of all places. That's absolutely insane mm-hmm. to me. I can't even imagine trying to litigate bandom drama with my full full name attached literally (laughs) (laughs) like where my boss can see no thanks Uh, no where my like where my 98 year old aunt who knows how to use facebook (laughs) can see it no no so on facebook again dallin's Mm mother-in-law posts in the group saying the truth is with the truth being (laughs) capitalized she's so real for that I can't throw stones in glass houses because that's how I type, but like, yeah. <laughs> says the truth is Ryan was fired for stealing. He had secretly signed himself up as the owner of Dallin's songwriting ro- uh, royalties, totaling 26k before he got caught, and had been fraudulently using Dallin's credit card. To which another person in the fan group responds, "Source, that's awful if true." <laughs> Which, like, this is where Chloe and I had to have our third disclaimer being, we don't understand how royalty law works. At all. And how it relates to copyright law. Entirely us speaking out of our asses right now. But I can't imagine, like, I can only imagine that's embezzlement and identity fraud to do that specific thing without someone's knowledge. But I also can't imagine a case where you wouldn't be aware that you weren't receiving the amount of money that you deserve from your royalties that way. Like, I, there's so much that I don't know about how it works that I'm just kind of like, I'll take your word for it. Like, credit card 
fraud, I feel like maybe is easier to not notice, especially if you're like a touring musician. Like maybe you wouldn't pick up on that right away. For sure. But but like like I would notice if I just stopped receiving income one day. So I feel like there must be some way that this works that like I'm just we're not, not privy, privy to. to because I'm not an artist who receives royalties. She also yeah. talks about this kind of the same way that uh, Ronnie talks about it later about like signing himself up and signing into his royalties. And I'm just like, I, I mean, you guys are closer to the business than I am. So I'm going to trust that maybe you know what you're talking about. But like, I truly have no idea how that works. Because part of me is like, so very clearly the royalties were entirely in Dallin's name. And I don't know if that's specifically for IDK House's royalties, if that was Dallin's royalties in addition to Panic, like what he was getting from Panic at the Disco's royalties, if he was getting any at all. He was getting fuck all from Panic royalties. Like, I, I was, I was hoping for him. <laughs> no, I'm like, I think that maybe the contract was just shit because I know for a fact that he wrote at least two of the songs on uh too weird to live before he even joined the band like those demos exist on youtube and they predate the album's release he wrote girls girls boys okay, and fair. he wrote uh far too young to die and while the band was not touring he was working as a carpet cleaner to make ends meet and like doing house calls so like explain to me why brendan who was like one third or one half of the band at that point because i think spencer had left was like making six figures and ryan who fully or Dallin, who fully fucking wrote it, was not even making enough to, like, not have to work while he wasn't on tour. Like, it, it doesn't add up. I think that his contract must have just been shit because I know that he started as a touring musician with Panic. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I don't know. This guy has been fucked over every way you can imagine. And that includes now, apparently, that includes right his now. royalties, like, being embezzled out of his royalty check. Mm -hmm. So... After this gets broken, so our events are, Ronnie says this on Twitter, Dallin's mother-in-law responds on Twitter, and then goes into a Facebook group and talks about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then Ronnie goes onto Twitter and makes an entire tweet thread about the situation. He takes a full break from the transphobia. It has now resumed. It's now resumed, uh, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Posted the following Twitter thread, which what I'm going to say now, you'll obviously be able to tell when I'm doing commentary on it but starting now ronnie says ryan seaman is no longer in at idk how and ironically i am the one that announces it on the internet these are facts I, I don't know where ironically comes into this because ronnie also fired him from a band it, like true okay yeah but i'm like you don't need to be breaking this news all right this is someone else's business this mm -hmm. is not your business to which he then continues ryan also stole from my band lied to everyone played into my bad reputation for sympathy and took advantage of a lot of people. Ryan Seaman is the snake you will all soon, uh, see soon. My bad. I don't want to mince Ronnie's fucking words yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. Ryan Seaman stole $26,000 from Dallin Weeks royalties. Money that wasn't his, Dallin asked for it back. Ryan said contact his lawyer. That is theft. Ryan used Dallin's credit card without his knowledge to buy gas, hotels, and gifts for his girlfriend. These are facts. Which I feel like if you are a person who has been, you know, a like incarcerated felon and been involved in several lawsuits, you are having to repeat these are facts twice. Doesn't bear a lot on what you have to say. <laughs> I'm truly just like, how do you know this, dude? Like, this is a lot of information. Like, are you in contact with these people? Are like, are you still kind of with Ryan? Are you still friends with like a mutual friend that would be telling like Ryan's dirt? 
mm-hmm. to you. I don't know. So again, this is all like allegedly what we know, and unfortunately, it comes from the fucking devil himself's <laughs> mouth. Continuing onward, I told you all, motherfuckers, just wait. Dot dot dot. You'll see. I'm in it because it goes deeper than you can comprehend. So fucking iceberg meme going on here. <sighs> yeah, but in Ryan's case, he signed into Dallas royalties illegally in parentheses and had the money sent to him i know this for a fact people reach out to me because they're afraid of going on the internet about it i'm not ryan seaman is a piece of shit y'all owe me an apology no i don't no no No, i don't no i don't i also like this feels like some weird like government website where you can just like log on (laughs) right with your one-time login code and like get someone's royalties so again i don't know how royalties work and <laughs> literally and do you just take you just it sign in and say money please i i don't know i don't know and then continuing onward my business manager paid ryan seaman double on accident once and ryan just took the money he had no integrity or true moral compass ryan is a sociopath hides it well by his harmless demeanor he is a conman which honestly if if your job as a business manager is to maintain the amount of money that goes in and maintain the amount of money that goes out and if you pay me twice i now just happen to have that money yeah that's my money i'm not giving that back that's not a moral compass or integrity issue that is just your guy that you hired did a bad fucking job and i have money mm-hmm. Now. Mm-hmm. this is gonna make it sound like we're really pro ryan seaman we are just this anti ronnie radke i think stealing from ronnie is okay because ronnie mm-hmm. helped kill someone and assaulted several women like as far as i know steal from ronnie radke and you can steal from corporations yeah as far as i know god-given right dallin has not done either of those things to my knowledge um so i don't think you should steal from him yeah dallin weeks totally fine you can't steal from him ronnie radke different situation you can't steal from him and also to not see me for me to seem like such an asshole i once worked for a small business like a small locally owned mom and pop shop business and I accidentally charged a customer $11 when I was supposed to charge them 11 no I was supposed to charge them $111 mm-hmm. and I did offer that business to take $100 out of my paycheck to pay back the difference for my mistake mm-hmm. so that is the kind of person that I am did they take you up on it no they did not wow. because they were like we will not take your wages from you don't do it next time holy shit look at everyone involved in that story having like such strong morals <laughs> exactly that's beautiful however was that boss fucking awful at the exact same time yes yeah but for different reasons (laughs) anyway that is all going on to continue with more of what ronnie has to say about the matter online (laughs) and which by the way was spelled a b d yeah (laughs) on twitter it was not edited in the slightest Mm -hmm. and the reason why i care so much is because i've known ryan seaman for 20 years he was like family but at the end of the day he had the sense of jealousy that he wasn't in control he wanted full control but never write any songs nobody ever bought his merch he hated that which also like if you wanted to write songs Write songs. Yeah. <laughs> That's on you. Mm-hmm. I bought Ryan Carmen. Uh, Ryan Carmen. No. <laughs> I bought Ryan Seaman a car once. And he turned around and talked shit about not making enough. Now it's all coming out. People are coming forward now. Ryan Seaman was also committed. Ryan. He's also made so many grammar mistakes at the exact same time. I don't think I can be faulted for saying this out loud the incorrect way. <laughs> Ryan Seaman was also committing fraud by filing for unemployment, receiving checks from the government, all while being an IDK how Insane. Which, 
the second to last one is absolutely insane for him to say, given that he was in fact figure in the Me Too movement within the scene, mm-hmm. um, and people were coming forward then, and he was accused of, again, sexual assault. <laughs> yeah, and he has the audacity to fucking have this kind of opinion when it comes to men and money. Yeah, like you fucker. Yeah, but also again, not a pro Ryan Seaman stealing from Dallin Weeks, pro Ryan Seaman stealing from the government. That's a great con. Yeah, that's hilarious. Committing unemployment fraud is like famously extremely difficult to do. It is Same so with, like, hard disability to Disability fraud. It is so fucking hard because the government does not want to help poor or disabled people. Um, if you are able to do that, good. Uh, congratulations, you pulled off the hardest con in the entire world. Can't even be mad at you. Yeah. Don't give a shit. Also, if you bought him a car and the, who asked you to do that? Why would you do that? Like, did Ryan specifically ask you to buy him a car and he and you guys like had a written out contract with like the terms of the, your own personal loan situation going on? Because like, even if you love the people in your life and you trust them to pay you back for big lump sums of money, you still have to have some sort of written contract just in case shit goes awry. Sounds like you just bought him a car. No, genuinely. It reminds me of like that fucking... God, what's her inventing Anna, that girl who like conned all those rich people? Yes. And it turns yes. out that the con was her literally just being like, I'm also rich. Would you buy me a hotel room? And they were like, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look into this at all. Here's a lot of yep. money. Like, listen, yep. if someone asks you for something and you give it to them, you did not get conned. You made a you really stupid decision. You have too much money and they were helping you. So like, I'm so sorry. Again, not pro Ryan Seaman, just very anti Ronnie Radke. And also, if it was anyone else scheming like this, I would be so much more into it. Yeah, no, literally. And then after all of this, again, Dallin's mother-in-law gets involved mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, so she tweets uh, in response to a tweet from I Love IDK How. Dallin has been pretty devastated by one of his oldest friends stealing from his family. So he's been working through that and focusing on making more music first. Since, as we stated at the top, Ryan, uh, Dallin was in the Brobex with Ryan from like 2003 um and it did eventually become a solo project but like obviously they stayed in each other's lives to start like this new band in 2016 so it is like yeah that's fucking devastating that someone that you knew for that long like as a friend and like an artistic partner and very involved in your family yeah like (laughs) knew your wife knew your kids and then stole twenty six thousand dollars from you like yeah that's awful like that fucking blows it honestly kind of fucking felt yeah i've been in a similar situation yeah you have wow this is ringing this is ringing (laughs) really fucking true Uh uh-huh but ultimately like that's kind of where the situation is at um as of right now dallin's wife breezy who is the mother of his wife and touring musicians jacob sprang and anthony purpura have all unfollowed ryan on social media i'm going to i don't know did you say the mother of his wife yeah, mother of his wife, mother-in-law. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh my god, I Breezy's thought you meant Breezy is the mother of his wife. No, I was no, like, no, 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 no. Okay, 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 continue. <laughs> I Sorry. have my weird family math done right, I think. <laughs> but okay. that's that's about where we're at right now. Um, Dallin, I'm sure, is not saying anything right now. Because mm-hmm. I am sure that there is legal action being pursued in one way or another regarding the royalty situation. In addition to the credit card fraud where it is not beneficial to him in the court of law to say anything publicly or even privately 
that any of his family can then go online and speak to, it would not help his mm-hmm. case at all. And in fact, would probably be a detriment. So his hands are kind of, pro- I, I would assume, that, like fully, this isn't an, an assumption. This is not like any fact that is actually happening. I can only assume he's pursuing legal action. I can't say anything right now. And neither can Ryan, lest his legal counsel mm-hmm. be like, what the fuck are you doing online talking about this thing? So... That's where we're at. And uh, promptly after Ronnie did that tweet thread, he went back to being a transphobe on Twitter. Oh, yeah. No, like, that's just... I went to check to see if he'd said anything else. And I was just like, Christ alive. This guy is so fucking hateful for no reason. Just for no fucking reason. He's just trash. I also think it's a little bit important to point out that Dylan, Ryan Seaman, and to some degree, Ronnie Radke have all been involved in bands that are associated with Christian music acts in a weird roundabout way. I do feel like that is fairly important in the grand scheme of this thing. You can make your own judgment call regarding that, but like, ah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I, it's... Like, I don't know how Ronnie got any of this information or if any of it is true. Mm -hmm. Um, It is solely the fact that both him and Diane are both saying, like, kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of the thing that makes me think, like, oh, shit, maybe that's true. And also, like, Ryan hasn't been any of these photos. You know, it kind of adds up. Um, Yeah. I do hate that this is who we heard it from. Absolutely. That is the biggest thing that is that is killing me about this whole thing because if ronnie hadn't opened up his mouth we wouldn't know and i'm sure that the whole plan on dallin's end of things was just to quietly push ryan from the band and not have Mm -hmm. to speak on it beyond ryan has decided or there has been an amicable agreement for him to leave the band etc 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 and they would never have had to talk about the the royalty dispute and mm-hmm. uh, then Ronnie opened up his big fat fucking mouth. So <laughs> yeah, though I in like 2018, Austin from Waterparks tweeted about somebody stealing on his tour, and Dallin replied to it and said, uh, "I will literally physically mangle the next person who steals anywhere near me." And Austin replied and said, "I'd allegedly help, allegedly crack some alleged bones, allegedly." Um, so I'm looking forward to, uh, Austin Knight just, like, jumping in with the steel chair. <laughs> like, fucking square up Austin. Because <laughs> I, I know that that dude knows how to fight. I, oh, that, he's that scrappy. Man has, scrappy. That man does not have an ounce of self-preservation in Fights his body. Dirty. He will go for it. <laughs> as he should. Um, so, you know, like, Dallin's not gonna do it. Dallin is Mormon. He's nice, you know? He deserves a nice solo project. Austin is not Mormon. Austin no. is not nice. <laughs> Austin will fuck someone up. Oh, God. And, like, Dallin really needs someone in his court that's also not his mother-in-law and not Ronnie Radke. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's... That's where we're that's at. That's what we got, huh? That's where we're at in terms of oh. this, this breaking news story. No, here's where we're at. Oh, what? About Three hours ago, wait, what? Um, the IDK How, the IDK How official Twitter tweeted and said, "I don't know how, but you can pretty much say anything you want after the I don't know how bit, and everyone will think you're extremely clever and attractive. Also, everything is hunky dory. Also, where's the album? Interesting. And that's what we got. Okay, we're gonna end on that note then because that's. <laughs> what, I love that we checked Ronnie Radke. We checked the mom's, um, uh-huh. the the mother in law's Twitter account. 
Ryan and Dallin, but did not bother to check the actual band. Until just now. (laughs) I mean, I checked yesterday. They had not tweeted in, like, since February 21st. So I was like, all right, he's not saying anything. Yeah. So, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a fun little, like, the end dot 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 question mark. (laughs) This is all to say now at the end of all things. Huge shout out to Twitter user at Kiss Evermore for doing the legwork and chronicling the events in this band of emergency. Because without that thread, our entire context would be the one tweet from... That initially like circled around on like fandom Twitter from at user Gruhuken saying, for those who don't know, IDK Howe might be breaking up because the drummer committed identity theft and stole 2000, uh, not $2,000, $26,000 in royalties from the lead singer. New album this year, though. So without uh, that thread, we would not have the full scope of the context in a nice, neat little package. We would have had to done a lot more digging than we had to. Mm-hmm. So huge shout out to them. Much love to you. Thank you for your work. Godspeed. Yeah, I, I did still have to look at Ronnie Radke's Twitter, though. So. Yeah, unfortunately. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Cost of doing business. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that was your fandom um, emo emergency news alert. Thank you so much for joining us on one of your off, you know, schedule episodes we have going on here. We honestly might do this format more often because I feel like it's just more conducive doing a quick like nugget of an episode for any like current going ons in bandom as it doesn't relate to like a full detailed history so please let us know if you enjoy this format we had a blast you know just like whipping up something quick and getting like really informal and dirty with it while also trying to maintain a sense of journalistic integrity for a fucking podcast (laughs) but you know let us know if you enjoy it and with that you know wherever you have your podcatcher situation going on if you enjoy our podcast if it allows that please leave us like some sort of rate and review share with your friends any sort of way you guys do that would be greatly appreciated our only formal social media account is on twitter which is at so emo pod where you're more than welcome to come follow us over there we make a couple good goofs there here and now uh, it's also when you will know when new episodes go live all that kind of thing. And as always, this was kindly, kindly and incredibly, we're incredibly grateful to be powered by at Moonshot Pods. It is an honor to be part of this network. It's so great. And after we say our goodbyes, you will hear some stuff from our other colleagues and friends over on Moonshot Network. So that I think that wraps it up for us. I think that's it. All right. Adios, you guys. See you later. Bye. Kung Fu Grip. Kung Fu Grip. As you can see, I had to use my uh, judo on Gerard. Yeah, I see that Gerard's actually gone to pieces here during this interview. Sometimes it happens. I just got so emo, I fell apart. That's what actually happened. You got that sad? That's sad. Hey everyone, Andrew here with a fun little offer. If you are someone who wants to show your dedication to shows that break orbit uh, and everything that we do here at the Moonshot Network, well, now you can. We are officially open for some merch pre-sales. We've never done this before, but we are currently doing a pre-sale for some pins. A Moonshot pin that is uh, our cool logo that our good friend Caro designed is now available in metal and enamel, a wonderful pin form. 
you want to show all your friends the coolest pin this side of Jupiter, you can pre-order it. It's available at moonshotnetwork.bigcartel.com. Or if you check our Twitter, we will have a tweet that is, should be pinned that'll tell you exactly where you can find it. <laughs> the tweet's going to be uh, it's going to be pinned like um, like you would if you ordered the... Anyways, you can pre-order it now. Ten bucks. Enjoy the show.